escape to the metaverse but act like you know yeah you are now tuned into the matthew and Rizzo show yeah uh, escape to the metaverse better act like you know you are now tuned into the matthew and Rizzo show yeah Oh shit! We're already recording. Thanks, Jagunate. You're welcome, <laughs> dude. So obviously, well, you just want to get right into it. Sure, man. You might as well. All right, Matthew Rizzle Show is back in effect. We're back from Rizzle Fest, and yeah, let's just dive right into it, dude. Um, you organized the whole shebang, of course, with the help of of a lot of amazing people that came together and sponsored and scheduled really fun events and and all that stuff. But yeah. Give us the uh, the top to bottom from from your eyes, man. Uh, it feels good, dude. It, it feels like uh, I don't know. Part of the point of doing this was just for the sake of doing it and to see if it was good. And uh, I don't know, just sort of tapped into something that I felt like we could tap into, and I think it accomplished that, man. I, f- I feel like it checked all those boxes. Uh, and I'm, dude, I'm just like flattered that like so many people came out not knowing really anything about what was going on. Like everything, everyone was like pretty much down for the adventure. And we had like, you know, meme explorers crowd come all the way from Sweden. We had Josh from CryptoVoxels come all the way from New Zealand. Uh, you know, Scott from Momo Art come from South Korea, like Tim from Jack's Hideaway, like drove all the way across the country, like literally from California to Tennessee. Uh, not to mention just like everyone who like road tripped down and like flew in from all these other places. And, uh, and I think the two biggest common grounds were like, you know, they're all web three native metaverse native, like people who have been around for like a very long time. And also people who, uh, I think were ready for something else, man, some, some sort of adventure. And and I feel like I had been sort of beating that drum for a long time heading into this that like, you know, the, the same old shit is not like fun anymore or, or is not, it can be fun, man, but it's just not the adventure it once was. And this is like an adventurous crowd who, or at least like historically, like a very adventurous crowd who's interested in pushing boundaries and trying new things. And, uh, and I feel like it hit, man. I, I, I had like tons of like positive feedback. I mean, everything wasn't perfect. There were like a lot of, unpredictable like things to take into account i mean i've never done anything like this before i don't think like most people did who showed up but uh it was cool to see like everyone sort of pitch in and go like straight commune style right it was like you know you you walk into the kitchen and like brookhawk and elbow are like they're washing dishes together while like sky bravo's chopping up onions and like uh i don't know man it was it was really cool to take all those people and put them in that environment and uh i don't know just sort of be a kid again but also like be able to sit around the campfire and you know brainstorm for like hours and shit like you you know stuff that you wouldn't have the opportunity to do when you meet up with these people at like a regular conference and everything so uh i feel like I gained more personally than I do at any of these things, both in like networking and connections. And also, man, I don't 
feel like fucking trashed afterwards. Like, you know, I, it was like actually really fun and relaxing. And I got back yesterday and I like, you know, I feel refreshed, man. I feel like I can hit the ground running like now that I'm back and everything. And uh, I don't know, man, it's sort of a ramble, but uh, defining this thing has like been very difficult and I'm still sort of trying to do that. But uh, the big picture, I think that box, got checked man and i think people had a really good time and i and i wasn't even dude i was so preoccupied in like trying to pull this one off that like towards the end everyone's like yo so we're gonna run it back next year and we're doing this again <laughs> right and like all this shit and i'm like dude that is very flattering but like i almost this was like eight months in the making or 10 months or something i'm like let's give me give me like a breather and then like we can start thinking about it next year but but i'm flattered that people would even want to come <laughs> next year based on uh you know what happened because i don't i don't think anyone really knew was but the vibe was good man everyone really got along well and like 30 people just chilling yeah from from my experience with these sort of like really focused more i don't want to say intimate because like you we got a crowd at rizzle fest it was like 40 some folks like it was hopping and there are people doing things all over the place there are little pods that formed but like to your point the, these sorts of gatherings, more focused, um, definitely biasing for like a smaller group of folks, more curated even, if you want to call it that, it allows for, for so much more deep connections and experiences versus like the NFT NYCs, like the big mega events, which, which give you more breadth. They give you more width to kind of roam around and like meet all the people, but never in, in a deep, sometimes meaningful, but like never deeply. Right, which is the big contrast. Like it, uh, the perfect example from from Rizzlefest compared to NFT NYC. So like Easy and Brookhawk were both NFT NYC. I I met up with Easy for a second at the Crypt Gallery event. Brookhawk was there too. Couldn't bump into him, and we were bummed because we had been trying to meet for the whole for the whole week. But I had to meet a whole bunch of people. Brookhawk was doing his thing with his folks, and it just didn't overlap. And fucking finally at Rizzlefest, like Brookhawk and I, and <laughs> like we connected and we were like, we were, we were giggling, like we were doing all the fun things. And dude, he was just cracking me up. And I think I may have been cracking him up too. And it was just hilarious. Was, I felt like finally, like, um, like we connected after a long, long time. And, and same thing with like Easy. Like we're standing around the fire uh, pit and Easy was just roasting i was it who was he roasting sky techniques. yeah he was just killing him and it was it was it was perfect and i i haven't laughed that that much in a long time and it was also it was also an opportunity to like break off with the meme uh crew go fishing with them jonathan matthias johan like that was it was really special and we were able to do our own things at our own speeds and and grow roots with our family that we've known in many instances for years and years, right? So that was that was the amazing part of Rizzlefest and any other form of the any other small, more more tight knit meetups that are that are set up outside, not adjacent to, not part of, not during these big events, but separate from it to really, really give it um, the proper atmosphere for folks to, to do their thing. And I know you're talking about people asking and wanting to play this back next year. And you're like, fuck, I just need to like, 
probably have a long weekend <laughs> at some point after this. I have a few ideas on that front that I'll share later, but I'm also like similarly um like not tired from this. And it's not like we didn't stay up late. We stayed up late. Like I, I wasn't there for the whole time like you. Um I got in late Thursday, had a full day Friday, and then had a had a bounce early Saturday morning. But we were up really late in, in like uh into Friday morning. It was like two thirty, three AM and then same thing Friday night. Uh, into saturday up really late folks gathered around the um fire talking bullshitting laughing doing their thing and i feel energized man i feel like spiritually nourished and it's such a testament to what you put on put together um the off the beaten path location in tennessee which is the first time that that i had the opportunity to visit and i think this is the same for a lot of other folks. Me too. Um, and then, yeah, just everyone, like you said, pitching in, doing their part, um, adding to the experience for everyone else. It was, it was amazing, dude. Yeah, man, it, it was fun. Like, you know, my, my wife, who's actually like a big help, uh, shout out Crypto Hippo. Uh, she has legit event planning experience and actually worked with NFT42 to run some events and helped out on the back end with this tremendously. But she always gives me like a hard time in like a good natured way about like, she's like, how do you work with these people all the time? And you don't like really know anything about their lives at all. And, uh, and you know, part of that is my fault, but part of that is also like just due to the nature of like, you know, working online and like, you know, you set up a meeting with someone and it typically has like an agenda and a purpose. And it's not like, nobody's trying to get to know each other, but like also everyone's busy and trying to get their shit done. And so, you know, like you were saying, man, a lot of these people we've been working uh, with or like swimming in adjacent circles for years now. And it's cool to like, not only be able to like talk about those things and talk about future things within the context of like, you know, the area that we work in, but also just like get to know these people and like stay up late, like bullshitting and like laughing with them. And it, it does just like, strengthen those bonds and you know sort of like reaffirms who you do want to work with moving forward right i mean like given the choice between like a few people with similar skill sets and one that you saw get roasted at the campfire at Rizzlefest and like had a few good laughs with uh you know that that, that shit matters man and especially now as as the industry expands like it is it's nice to sort of like pull the circle in tight and like strengthen some of those bonds and everything um, but dude, you, the, well, also the, to the staying up late point, man, it was, uh, not totally intentional to have like such a lazy morning, but the, the vibe was nice that like, you know, when you go to these conferences, a lot of times you stay up late, but you got shit to do the next day. So there's, there's always that in the back of your head, right? Like, fuck, if I don't get up by like a certain time and like catch an Uber to something, I'm going to miss meeting up with like so-and-so. And so there's always like something to do or whatever, but like, you know, the, the ability to just like sleep in and like roll out for some coffee when you feel like it or whatever. And that, you know, everyone was sort of doing the same thing was kind of like a nice uh, pace on the back end of, uh, of some late nights and everything, man. Um, yeah, dude, it was cool. Dude, so you missed uh, sports day. So you, I think you were there for like the day that it rained part of the day, which actually yeah. ended up working out just great because it gave scott from numomo like a perfect captive audience to do his workshop which was like very well received i still have to upload i have like 26 fucking pictures of elbow's head or something or, or 36 or something <laughs> uh from, i'm like looking through my Rizzlefest pictures like 36 pictures of elbow head elbow's head that i gotta upload so 
Scott can make a head out of them or some shit that we can import into the metaverse. But uh, that that was fun, man, and gave him a chance to do that. And uh, dude, the fact that he came all the way out from South Korea and seemed to have a great time. Uh, we were playing poker and shit. You, you know, it, the rain came. We had like board game night, like true like camp style stuff. The shit was fun, man. It was really fun. And that the lazy aspect, like um, there, there's no set schedules, even though there's a, a loose schedule that folks were kind of adhering to. But it was like, hey, people will get up. We, everyone, majority of people had a late night last night and people coming over across the country. It's like, hey, we had it set for breakfast in the morning. And then it's just like it, it happens when it happens. But it happened. And that was cool. Like I, everything that had been scheduled was was happened. <laughs> which is wild. Like normally there's cancellations. Some people can't make it, et cetera, et cetera. But everyone that said they were going to make it and like put on the events, at least as far as I could tell, they were there doing their thing. Like, yeah, Scott's photogrammetry tutorial was really sick. I think a lot of, it generated a lot of cool discussion, good questions. Um, he was surprised too. He was like, oh shit, like Rizzle, Rizzle knows what the hell he's doing. Like <laughs> he's been in this. And I'm like, yeah, dude, like he, he's been doing his thing for a minute. Um, he's familiar with all these tools and he's been kicking the tires on, on the AI, um, like image generators for a minute. So this seems like second nature for him. And then that kind of expanded into, like we have to talk about the, the bus that Sky Bravo like parked oh, there in the basketball lot that everyone was like tatting up over the course of the event. Like, that's just, hit pause and talk about that like that was a uh, one of the focal points in camp yeah uh it, that sort of just manifested itself i actually strongly discouraged sky bravo from getting the bus i told the story a couple times at rizzle fest you know we were originally trying to get the unicorn bus from nft nyc to do airport transport and double as like a sound stage and that just fell through logistically and so but sky bravo still had it in his head that he wanted to get this bus uh, or a bus or whatever. He is like some bus dream. Shout out Sky Bravo, man. The, I mean, he was a fucking tremendous help. But anyway, but but the bus thing was a different story. So so I'm like, dude, we cannot get this bus, right? Like the unicorn bus is different because, you know, we would pay them to do airport transport, use their sound system. But then they mm -hmm. like take the bus and go away. But if uh -huh. we get this bus, then we have a bus. And I don't want a bus after Rizzlefest or whatever. So like I'm like, dude, we, we can't, we can't, we can't. It's too close to the event. We can't get this bus. Like, I'm sorry, man. We just it's not it financially in the cards. It's logistically like a nightmare, like blah, blah, blah. And so, like, you know, two days before Rizzlefest, he's like, dude, I have a confession. I bought the bus. I was like, You bought the bus? He's like, Yeah, man, I got the bus. I just like needed the bus. And I was like, All right, man, <laughs> like, you know, it's your bus now, man. Whatever you want to do with it. So, so this was all Sky Bravo's like you know, bus brainchild, honestly, from like start to finish. And, uh, and it was awesome, man. Like that was sort of just like this on with like a few ongoing things, man, like the uh, Metafin sponsored this fishing contest that people were constantly peeling off and just sort of, you know, throwing some lines in the water to try and catch fish. I think fly frog fly frogs actually was originally in the lead for rescuing three chairs that fell in, but then eventually caught the biggest fish. Um, mm -hmm. And I think Easy Brokaw got second. But the bus was another thing, man, that was just sort of there. And there was like a bunch of cans of spray paint. And, uh, you know, Sandy Meows pulled up and threw a cat on there. And uh, there was a lot of that going on from start to finish. And then I actually did like a decent 3D scan of the bus that I haven't had a chance to mess around with since I just got back. But 
you know, want to play around with the file type and see if we can't get it into, uh, you know, the, the file that gets it into these metaverses and stuff, which shouldn't be too, too difficult. I need, I'm not Scott, so I need a little bit of help on the back end here. But I, I think for the most part, uh, I know the people and the steps. Uh, but dude, that it was, it was stuff like that, man. There was like the Avogachi mural, like going on throughout the course of event that was like cool to see the updates on. Um, and, uh, yeah, so there was like some concurrent stuff going on, but dude, you dipped out before sports day and like the, the rain actually caused us to bump flashlight tag, uh, to the next night. And I like, one of the things I would run back is like scheduling all the physical activities, like, you know, pacing them out a little bit more because like it just so ended up there's like a fly frog run in the morning and then fucking meme explorers dodgeball, man. You like think about like, I don't know, dodgeball and gym class. Maybe it's just been too long for me, but I'm like, you know, this will be fun. But like, dude, we chill with some like really competitive people, man. And Johan throws like Randy Johnson and shit and like you know, steady is like a sniper. And so like, you know, it was like all out war on the dodgeball court. And then like a couple hours later was Brookhawks basketball tournament, which like was awesome, man. We had like a whole bunch of three on three teams and played like sort of a tournament of champions, like a bracket type of thing. Um, It was a glorious moment at the end because Trislet just could not stop his wife michelle on the basketball court man and she just dominated the finals trizzle was on my team and we were just ragging on him uh but his wife was just beasting on him man she earned the nickname michelle o'neill uh (laughs) after that uh and then after that we we had the flashlight tag which had been bumped from the previous night oh there was canoeing in the middle too so everyone was just wrecked man by the time we got to like flashlight tag and we tried to make it happen. We did like one round. And I think people just sort of like rolled around in the grass and waited to get found and then like went back to the campfire or something. So most most of the things happened in most of the ways we envisioned. Uh, but the, the beauty was it didn't matter, man. Like everyone had a good time. And the cool thing about like all the stuff happening was like, you know, I just sort of put out an open call. Like this is just all we didn't like import any like events or speakers or like you know i didn't pay anyone to come perform like we we didn't have the money to even if we wanted to uh but this was all like you know community generated content and uh you know it was a it was a cool mix generated experiences dude yeah 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 exactly man and that was like sort of what i wanted it to be but you never know how this shit's gonna fall together you know i want to go back to what you're talking about um your wife crypto hippo pointing out i think we we had chatted about this like right before i had to dip with scott to go back to the airport on saturday but the 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 whole fact that this was planned and like coordinated digitally first and you you were you were liaising with with sky bravo for the whole thing and then at one point i think your wife was just like do you even know who you're talking to to like plan this and like you already sent the money like do you know who (laughs) you gave the money to we're like what's going on um, you want to talk about the, the background of the actual planning and like securing the camp and all that stuff and how that happened? Because I think it's really like from an outsider's perspective, seems sketch as fuck. But like from our perspective, this is like how how we do things and it's quite powerful. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. Somehow, like it, it's oddly similar to how we started the podcast, uh, except there was not like a whole bunch of people paying you. <laughs> Like that I was like, oh shit. Um so uh but 
you know, we sort of started off not really knowing each other at all. It was just sort of like a vibe and we had like mutual goals and just decided to trust each other and just sort of roll with things. And dude, I don't know if we've ever put anything down on paper, like literally ever, like you and I worked together for like fucking ever now. And, uh, and so, you know, I met, Sky Bravo. I, I met Sky Bravo briefly in NFT NYC. He was hosting the Crypto Voxels event. So I wasn't, and you know, he had Connie Digital up on stage in my world. And, you know, I was like heckling a little bit from the sidelines. And uh, so I, I knew him, I knew of him and knew he wasn't like a total rando or whatever. And so then mm-hmm. when I lobbed the idea out there, Lawson uh, put me in contact with him, knowing that he has some camp connections and has done some stuff like this on like a, a smaller scale, but like in the, in the vein of like what I was going for and everything. And so, uh, dude, so I just sort of went with it, man. Like I, I trust Lawson and by proxy, but, but also dude, I trust Lawson in the same way. I trust you, man. I, I, it's like, uh, I've been burned in like very few situations and it does happen, but on the most, for the most part, man, when I've trusted my instincts, especially within the context of web three, I've like managed to be pretty on point. Uh, and this was one of those things, man. I was like, I, I trust Lawson. I, I I've seen his work. I know he's in it for the long haul. I've got no reason to question his question, his integrity. And if he speaks for someone, uh, you know, that's good enough for me. And so, uh, so I just started talking to Sky Bravo, man. And, and we had like a million calls in the beginning trying to just sort of define like, what exactly this experience was going to be like and like trying to figure out the logistics. And he actually explored like a couple different campsites. Uh, you know, he actually went to them and had hosted at this specific campsite before. So he was a little bit familiar with it. Um, and so that's basically how we landed on that and started building out like the framework for, you know, how we're going to do ticket sales and like all this shit that we've like, you know, we both sort of have some knowledge about, but not like a ton. And, you know, so a a lot of it was like a learning process that if we were to do it again, it would take a fraction of the time because we, you know, sort of were learning in real time, ironing out the kinks. But, you know, at one point we did the pre-sale and people are starting to buy tickets and everything. And, uh, you know, my wife is like, you know, your friends are like sending this dude money. Do you know who this guy is? And I sort of had this like, oh shit moment like you know like i don't know man i just started questioning everything at that point i'm like shit is sky bravo like potentially playing like the long rug on me like i've had like elaborate scams like attempted to get at me before and just made me start questioning all these things and i actually like you know sort of hit up sky bravo in like a you know moment of panic or whatever and he was like dude i was wondering like when you were going to start wondering who I was and like whether or not I was going to rob you or some shit. And, uh, and so we sort of worked it out, dude. Like, you know, there was a portion of the funds that were uh, being taken care of in fiat. There was a portion of the funds that were being taken care of in crypto. And so we sort of balanced it out in a way that like, we couldn't really rug each other too bad if we wanted to, and just sort of agreed to sort of shake hands and, uh, you know make it work and and you know early on pretty early on man it got to a point where like you know i i got to know him well enough that i'm like you know this dude's trying to make a name for himself within the context of this space and his reputation is everything much like mine is and and i think you know he was comfortable working with me because 
he knew that and and vice versa and also this is going to be like a really positive thing for both of us if we can pull it off and so i i think like you know the as the thing got bigger uh sky bravo's urge to rug me and run away with all the money got less and less no i'm just kidding um no man it was just uh it was just one of those things man that we just had to roll with it based on trust and the thing came up too quickly that if we had gotten let me let me take a step back, man, because this is sort of like been the crux of like a lot of things, man, and, and why I love Web3 and I like to move fast, because if we had gotten bogged down in like the bureaucracy and like signing all these waivers and hitting up lawyers to like draft up all this shit and like, you know, making this a complete uh, locked up business with like contracts so that, you know, we don't sue each other and all this shit. It would have never happened, man. It, it would have never gotten out of the gate or we would have had to move it to 2024. And so, you know, made the executive decision, uh, you know, both of us did to just say like, fuck it, let's just move fast and execute this thing and make it happen. And we're just going to roll on trust and, you know, no regrets, man. It, it's uh not it's not an approach that makes my wife very comfortable i'll tell you that much but at the at the end of the day uh i feel like if you want to do big things man you got to roll the dice a little bit with uh you know and and trust your gut and your intentions yeah i mean crypto's collaboration i said that for for years and years at this point and you 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 mentioned the reputation i mean that's that's everything in the space and the fact that there's always potentially money on the line like you're you're only as good or your your money making opportunity essentially is only as as good as your reputation so it makes the most sense for everyone to to maintain that reputation at any given time uh to ensure that they can keep eating keep having fun keep making money on the internet right it's it's really powerful there's other tools that we could probably use to like safeguard the transfer of funds and things like that having like certain milestones there to unlock it. But like, we know essentially the folks that we're working with at this point for like these sorts of things well enough um, to, to take on a little bit extra risk when it comes to things. But I think it's a testament really to the space and like why we're all here anyway, doing these things together because we can, and because there's these forces and incentives that, that facilitate and reinforce like the, the good actors for the most part. Of course it's like, there are potential pitfalls and downfalls and downsides that we need to be aware of, but you don't see people normally in web two, like the folks that have met one another playing like Fortnite or other games, like doing these sorts of things on the regular, maybe once in a blue moon, like, wow, after like nine years, I finally met my, my best friend who I played battlefield with, like online with, like, we just happened to be in the same airport. Wow. What up? But like, if you come into Web3 and you're doing these sort of like digital experiences, part of any of these crypto communities making money or at least have the ability to make money or whatever, like you can do this whenever you want. <laughs> and that's such a departure from how people live their digital lives previously. And because of everything that we were talking about, like the, the actual experience of meeting everyone at RizzleFest, Dude, like, I'm sure we just reinforced everyone's belief in this space and how their, their happiness quotient it. Like, I'm, I don't want to say exponentially, but like to a very, very high degree. 
which then turns those folks into ambassadors for what's going on here over and above like the, the speculation that, that catches most of the, the headlines. So I hope more people take it, take the initiative and put together these events. It's a lot of hard work, but dude, you chunked it out over a long period of time, which was super smart. Um, again, like you had an amazing wife and support system and like an expert behind the scenes in crypto hippo helping you out and, and all of that, but it's doable. Um, and like I was saying, dude, I have a couple ideas that we could potentially, um, leverage for the next go around, hopefully in a way that would make it logistically a little bit easier for you to plan. Um, I have a buddy has a place in ghost town like it's kind of like a a ready-made town that we could potentially leverage so i'll be chatting with him about that and we'll get back to you on that but that would make the the destination a little bit easier and there's like a like a living ecosystem community over there um that we could kind of like drop down into so it's more of a matter of just like coordinating on the location and getting the the crew together and then layering in the experiences after that but yeah more than that it's very much tbd dude very exciting. A lot of people have a lot of ideas and a lot of people more than I anticipated were, were willing to do it again, which is awesome and, and flattering. And like, I don't know, man, it, it like, you know, I, I know consensus is coming up like, you know, in a few days and everything. And, you know, it was just sort of like reflecting on this whole experience. And I'm like, dude, like, and Skrilla's post too, that we talked about last week, I think where, you know, a lot of these are just sort of like high school reunions. And we had mentioned like, you know, you've done that a, a few times and, and like this really like exacerbated that for me because I'm like, damn, man, now, now the idea of flying to something like consensus to just meet up with a couple people at a time for a few minutes, I'm like, it, it almost seems like entirely pointless at, at this point because I'm like, I, I'm just ready for something like deeper, man. And, and, and this was that, like, I'm I'm ready to like, uh, get past like the fluff, like high school reunion, like that. And not nothing taken away from anyone who hasn't done that yet, because it, it is an incredible experience. Like if you haven't met all the people you've been, you know, working with and involved with, like, hell yeah, go to the high school reunion. But once you've been to a few of those, it's like, you know, what what's next type of thing. And a few people were like kicking out different ideas, like, like you are, man, you're like, okay, let's, let's run this concept back in a different location or like mix up like with different events or like, you know, something like that. And uh, it's, it's cool. It, it feels like the next evolution of like what people are looking for. And I know I'm not like the only one to be taking stabs in this direction. We've mentioned like a few other people who have, uh, you know, sort of taking a shot at running like an offbeat type of uh, singular event. But uh, yeah. like shout out Coburn um, who did the Mocha church thing right before we went down the Rizzle Fest, he was giving us a shout out saying how we, we you were, were doing the same sort of thing in the same spirit, um, small focused meetups, like loose schedules and stuff like that. Like there's a growing number of us and the people that are impacted and get to participate in these experiences. Like, it's not like life life changing but it makes it makes a major imprint um that's hard to forget yeah and it's nice to circle the wagons in like a meaningful way like you know a lot of the people who attended this were have been around for like a very long time and played like a critical role in the evolution of the space itself from inception and it's cool to be able to circle the wagons with those people and just sort of do some blue sky thinking, you know, like what, what does come next? Like, you know, we, here we are, we like, 
you know, all we're here from the beginning and we got it to this point or we played a role in getting it to this point. But we're at like sort of a weird point. Uh, but a lot of that old crowd is still together and they're, and they seem to be the ones mostly attending these like offbeat things. You know, this, this didn't attract a lot of noobs. Um, although shout out to Josh from crypto voxels, man, who I know is new to the space. And, uh, I don't know how much he got thrust into this by Ben Nolan, but, uh, dude came all the way from like New Zealand to go to NFT NYC and then like road trip down to Tennessee to, uh, you know, sort of get a pulse on the community and, and everything. There's like a lot of, you know, OGs from crypto voxels uh, who were there, like Josh, maybe like the- Josh was a trooper and he was getting grilled by Brookhawk <laughs> on Friday. Like it, it was, uh, there, there is the, the gloves were off <laughs> in that conversation. And Josh was uh, not taking the punches, but rolling with them and like being super honest. It was, it was very cool. To have that crypto voxels presence there um it was. i know they've been doing more more things being more present at some of the larger events but it, it was nice to have someone from the project there and hopefully they're able to turn that ship around uh in a positive direction sort of related to it like on cyber last week had a, a big like non nft nyc like um on cyber virtual meetup where they got a, a group of people in world and for the most part, it seemed like uh, the technical situation was pretty much sorted. Robness was talking about how how smooth the experience was top to bottom, including audio issues. I think they were all like in browser too. Like they weren't like in a Discord in on Cyber. So some big changes there. Um, but like Josh is a cool guy. They have a small, nimble, lean team. Hopefully they can corral everyone and go in the right direction so we can keep kind of adding and injecting life in, into the virtual space, spaces as much as we had during the event. Sorry, there's a little no, no, no. tangent. No, no, no it's good. Dude, quick, uh, the, the on-cyber thing, I, I saw some videos, man. It was like a little confusing to me because all the avatars had like, their screen name was like fake and then like a bunch of like random numbers and letters and everything. And I, I don't know, maybe they're real, man, but it just, it reminded me of like the the other side thing, the board ape thing or whatever that like, I don't know. There's like a million people in there, but like, sure as hell, looks like a lot of bots, man. Maybe it's not. Uh, I don't know. Um, yeah, I guess there's something to be said for that, even if it can handle a lot of bots. Yeah, I forget the the dude that posted that. I saw that last night, and I had been looking and watching some of the the live streams from the actual event. What was shared last night? It seemed more of just like showing what happened at the event without showing the event itself. It almost looked like a staging area. Um, but the actual event, it looked dramatically different. It was in different spaces. So I think the post last night was just a demonstration and a, like a, a reproduction of what happened, showing, hey, you can have all these different avatars here in the same space. It may have been staged for that, but the actual event like, legitimately had a lot of people looked and felt very performant. And again, like the, the audio issue appears to be for for the most part, some people seemed like they were complaining about janky audio. Um, but on the whole, the majority of people seem to have a good audio and like um, virtual experience. So th there definitely is something there. I wouldn't fade on cyber at all um, at this point. It seems like they really are leaning into like the virtual experiences in these spaces, which I mean, that's the the drum we've been beating for fucking like almost four years at this point, right? Yeah, I'm interested to see what they come out with. Um, 
cryptovoxels is such like a unique like animal compared to what they've got going on and, and i you know uh, and especially with like the team compared to that one or whatever it's like just sort of you know almost like comparing apples and oranges even though they're like both fruit type of thing um crypto voxels has the history which is huge on cyber is still like obviously new but i mean because the story is so early and there really isn't that much history that has been written like it won't it doesn't it won't take long to write a compelling na- narrative and like add to the history and make as much history in a different potential virtual space right so that's that's the threat also the opportunity from from crypto voxel side to, to leverage but yeah yeah Never i mean I, I feel like you know and and i agree with that man like it, you know the cliche we're still early but like on a long enough continuum you know the the beginning history we're still probably in the beginning part of it when it comes to you know web3 metaverse type of stuff um but it was you know if if crypto voxels play is to lean into like the community that was at Rizzlefest or whatever, I, I think that's like a smart move for them. And, you know, honestly, man, like, you know, on, on cyber, I feel like on cyber has like a slightly different user base, even though there's some overlap, but uh, you know, it was a pretty, pretty metaverse heavy, like user base that has been around and is very knowledgeable for a long time that was at Rizzlefest. And you know, I feel like it was wise of crypto voxels to take a pulse on that. And it, it makes me question, you know, like some of these other platforms is, you know, Decentraland and stuff, you know, some of these things that have been out there for a while. It's like, dude, like a lot of the people, a lot of the only people who use and are passionate about your platform were there. And, uh, you know, crypto voxels seem to be somewhat aware of that. And, uh, I don't know, man. I mean, on cyber is doing cool stuff, but I, I also feel like there's, they aren't, they haven't quite unlocked this thing that everyone's trying to unlock, which is to appeal to normies. They're still talking to the same like fishbowl type of thing, even though they're offering like really cool fish food right now. Um, but maybe not, man. I, I, that's to be completely honest on cyber isn't one that I've kept up with the most uh mostly because their avatar situation was like really janky for so long but clearly they've been working on that and that does open up like a whole new sort of paradigm over there 100 percent yeah man it's going to be interesting to see what happens hopefully hopefully crypto voxels get it gets its act together i mean having that like a three-person team at this point it allows them to be way even more nimble right hopefully it's not just going one way following the whims of like a particular individual but they they do have that opportunity again to move really really quickly and to lean in on certain areas and um they experiment even more um and double down on what seems to be winning so hopefully hopefully things start to go in the right direction but yeah it's it's it was so fun man and we i think a shout out is an order for for notable folks that were absent that i wish were there um First among them, like Dragonate and, and Show, really wish those folks were there. Um, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully next go around. And uh, like Connie, man, like going to these events with you, um, I always feel like there's a there's a missing third spot for Connie. Like that's that's yep. like the the trifecta right there. But it was really cool to have everyone else there. And shout out Trislet too. Um, some solid hugs that we got in there. Some solid sidebars and all that good stuff amongst all the other folks that were there, but it's fun, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. It was cool. It was cool to see everyone just sort of turn out and like cut loose and have a good time. And, uh, 
and I I feel like it was productive, man. I feel like somehow it was like productive both in a professional way, but also in like uh, I don't know. You said spiritual, man. That it, which I, I wouldn't like. I don't know. That wouldn't be the word I like completely chose, but maybe it's the right word, man. I, it just feels like you know I I did that, but I like needed that, and I I don't get that feeling when I go to like conferences anymore, uh, you know, that I, I come back like, wow, that was like a really great experience that I took a lot from uh, in a lot of ways personally or whatever. But this was one of those, man, it was, it was really, really fucking cool, especially, you know, working in the industry that we do and, you know, you're not in an office and, you know, get to hang out in the, you know, cafeteria or whatever and bullshit with people like in between stuff or whatever. And, uh, you know, that type of workplace culture, I, I don't miss it that much, uh, but it is a thing. And especially when you're able to sort of hand select the people that you are hanging out with or the people hand select themselves, then, then you don't have like fucking, you know, the, the annoying person who's always in the break room trying to talk to you and shit. It's like, uh, you know, people you actually want to hang out with and bullshit with around the water cooler or whatever. So being able to like actually create an environment that allows us to do that with some of these people that, you know, I would have been doing that with for years uh, was just so fun, man. And uh, you know, I, I imagine like a lot of these people who were there are a lot closer to each other than they were beforehand. 100%, man. Cool. And, uh, Anything else you want to talk about, Rizzlefest? I know we have uh, the whip coming up on Thursday. It's a little bit in flight in terms of planning, uh, doing a, a few last-minute um, strategic spot ruse on the, the speaker front, but it seems like it'll be a little bit more mono-focused this week. And then we have a, a huge, uh, not a huge, but like an important metaverse meetup or meetup of the metaverse minds next week that we're pretty excited for. Um, yeah, any bits from your end before we wrap up? No, that should be good though. At least uh, as of now, for next week, uh, we got Jin and Justin from Moniverse and CK Bubbles and Ahad from Webverse. So it's like a pretty stacked panel for this state of the metaverse. Uh, but that will be next week. Uh, yeah, in the meantime, we're sort of in flux, but we'll figure out something for Thursday. It'll be nice to be back, man. We were talking while we were at Rizzlefest, like, you know, the, the travel day was actually the day that the whip would normally occur. So we've gone like two weeks now without a whip. And we we're like, man, no, no, it was just weird. one week. The week prior, you held it down. Um, you were doing the, the mono jumping game, I think. It was oh, only, it's yeah, only yeah, been yeah. one week absence. Well, no, I just meant like, it, it just felt weird. It was like, oh, yeah, here yeah. we are on Thursday. Like, that's sort of like my anchor, like during the week or whatever, you know, it's just the, <laughs> it's the one consistent time day thing really that's been consistent for years now uh amidst all the other things in flux so anyway man saying all that to say it'll be nice to get back to it it'll be nice to see the people or you know quote unquote see the people who weren't able to make it um and hopefully a lot of people who did make it too so it'll be good awesome brother we'll let you get back to it and uh catch up with you on thursday at the whip right on man sounds good